let's get information. I slay. Okay, ladies, now let's get information. You know you that bitch when you call all this conversation. Always stay gracious, best revenge is your paper. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome to the Vagicine Podcast. It's Vanessa here where we're having courageous conversations about love, sex, and everything in between. And today's conversation is about cunnilingus, the love below, head, eating the cat, all of those things. And I'm doing it with Honestly Nay. Hey, Honestly Nay. What's poppin'? <laughs> How are you? I am great. I'm so excited to get in here and get into that pussy. (laughs) I'm so excited that we can finally do this. We've been trying to do something since like June. So I'm glad that we have a topic that we can talk about. So tell us about yourself. Who are you? What do you do? How did you get started or interested in your work? Tell us all about it. All right, so my name is Nay, honestly, Nay. I got started in sexuality education as a peer educator in college, but oh. low-key, I've been doing this forever. Yay! Because um, I was kind of the sex expert of all of my friends growing up, mm. um, and it was mostly due to the fact that I used to stay up late at night and watch Talk Sex with Dujah Hansen. Did you watch that show? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Every once okay. in a while, though. So Every once in a while. After bedtime, all our lifetime, watching talk sex, going to school on Monday, like, hey, did you know? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. So, go through that. I get to college. um, I started off as a peer educator. And, like, after that, I was kind of like, you know, there's no sex question you can ask me that'll save me because I taught my peers. Right. So, I'm ready. (laughs) Yay. Oh, my God. That's amazing. And you're located in Colorado, correct? talk about this one why not two the show is called vag the show is called vag esteem um and then three it's my favorite it's like my it's my favorite thing like i love i that's like my prerequisite i love receiving getting being gifted with some head so i want to talk about it and i know some folks I know some folks are not all comfortable. Um, Some of the women that come to my class are like, I don't know how to relax or I don't do it. I only like give to my partner and I feel like there's just a lot of stuff going on. So I wanted to talk about how do we do it? How do we, you know, for the people that are giving, how do they give really great? For the people that are receiving, how do they receive in a way where they're enjoying themselves because they know they deserve everything that's being gifted to them especially if it's good um and just just talking about talking about some tips and tricks so the first question of the night is what do we need to know about giving cunnilingus and can you tell us what cunnilingus is while we're on top? All right. So cunnilingus, cunnilingus, cunnilingus <laughs> is um, eating pussy. It's, it's, it is worshiping. It is worshiping the vulva in all of its splendor. It is worshiping your vulva having partner and um, letting them know that they are worthy, that they should have this pleasure. Amen. Right? Amen. So while we're, while I'm on the 
topic, I want to say that I'm a little bit, let's see, but the situation I'm coming from, because I am a queer woman, Mm -hmm. um, and I have sex with other queer women, Mm -hmm. so somebody's eating pussy every time I have sex, there's one to three orgasms minimum that are going to happen every time I have sex, (laughs) which is... Which is not the reality yeah. of all uh, people with vulvas, that's right? That's right. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely correct. Yeah, that's such a good point. Right. So, um, I don't know. I feel that it's an important factor because I talk to my friends and I'm like, yes, I love eating pussy. I love having my pussy ate. It's fantastic. And they're like, oh, I keep messing with these dudes who feel like, you know, eating pussy is not a requirement. And I'm like, what? 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 Reality are you living in? <laughs> oh yo i'm with you because like i said like that's a prerequisite for me like i'm just like this is here like all signs point there like i'm with you i get the i have the same conversations and i'm just like what do you what do you mean they're not into it or what do they mean what do you mean they have these very strict requirements on what your stuff gotta be like but for those who give head to men it's like uh them balls are hairy that you know that dick be at the gym just coming home to you with you all know. with all the musky <laughs> right with all the muskiness and we we don't have they don't have them same issues being all being being all like oh no please don't like they are ready to put that in your face and for you to do something with it so I don't see right? any. Like, they want to give you musty dick, but right. they're afraid of a little hair. Right, what? that's what I'm saying. Like, no, I'm, I'm sorry. I put my foot down on that. I, I put my foot down. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So, I'm sorry. As we were saying, what do we need to know about giving cunnilingus eating pussy? Okay, so I feel like the one thing that you need to know is there's not one particular technique that I can give you or I can mm. teach you that is like guaranteed to give any woman an orgasm or any person with a vulva an orgasm at any right. time. Right. There's not one technique I can give you. The main thing about eating pussy is A, you need to be enthusiastic. Okay. If you lack luster, if you just doing it because you feel like she gonna shut up and you just trying to you know, do it for five minutes so you put this dick in. Like, <laughs> A, don't know. And B, like, you suck. Like, why would you? I would much rather get no head than bad head. Right. Like, what is that? That's true. <laughs> that is true. I love that point. <laughs> I love that point. No, that's so great because you're right. I think we all feel and we know when someone's not into something or when people are just like, meh. I guess I'll do it because your love, the love's not in it. When you just having your nose, you just have your nose in it, but there's no, there's no real tongue action. It's just like, I just, I stop, go home. I don't need this. I don't need this. Wrap this shit up. Right. Like I'm done with this. I'm done with this. I could have, I could have just done something else myself, but I I don't need this here. So no, you're absolutely correct. Like, I gave up 20 minutes to Netflix for this. Like, I halfway done with episode. Why would you? It's like you gave it for five minutes and I'm still not fully wet. Like, what do you... What? No. Absolutely Ooh, not. damn. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> so, how do you and... How, what is your advice to folks with vulvas or vaginas to become more confident in receiving? Because I feel like that's something that comes up a lot. I mean, which is why I... Mm-hmm. 
why I created Badge Esteem, I, I really believe that when folks actually take a look at their vulvas, when folks know all the parts and they know all the parts that bring them pleasure and all the things that make up um, the vulva and just becoming one with it, being confident um, with their vulva, I truly believe that that's when we start opening ourselves up for better experiences because when you know your shit's the bomb and you know what you got, yeah. you're not going to be out here yeah. just taking subpar head or subpar D or subpar yeah. fingers or whatever you got going on up in there. You're going to want to take care of yourself. You want you want to bring pleasure um, to that part. And so I think like you were saying earlier, folks are just like, well, you know, I, I have a partner that doesn't want to. or And I think part of it also is not being confident in the look or the taste or hair or whatever it is so yes how do we overcome all of those things and just receive and relax mm-hmm. well i just want to let me swing back can I swing back to how to give head and yeah. then i'll talk about how to receiving head absolutely okay. so the other thing i want to say is like yes you need to have enthusiasm but the second thing is like a lot of people be watching these videos and they think that like eating pussy is like flick your tongue this way and do the alphabet <laughs> reinforcement there because you keep doing it and I'm like oh okay I guess that must be good yeah 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 so you definitely have to read your partner's reactions and then off of that what I hear so often from a lot of my friends or from a lot of my clients is that their partner will be getting good into it um and they'll be like right there on the edge and then they'll stop <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> like, do you know how frustrating it is to be on the edge of an orgasm? <laughs> then they stop, and now, now we got to go back through this whole routine all over again. So it's like people, like people are like, I get fatigued or I can't breathe. I'm like, bitch, you better figure out how to take a rest, <laughs> or you better die trying. <laughs> okay, so I feel like that's the main point in giving. Now I'm receiving. Going back to how you were saying, like, you need to know your shit. Grab you a mirror, grab that uh, iPhone flashlight, and get up in there. I can't tell you how many times me and my mirror have bonded. I can take my pussy out of lineup. Like, this is how, <laughs> how close <laughs> me and Shouty is. <laughs> and it's like, if you get comfortable with, with your body, know what your regular is. Stop listening to the media. Pussy ain't supposed to smell like flowers. Mm-hmm. It's not supposed to smell like clean linen. Yep. It's not supposed to smell like sea breeze. <laughs> it ain't supposed to taste like strawberries and cantaloupe and watermelon. <laughs> it's supposed to smell and look and taste like pussy. That's right. And if you have an issue with pussy, then you need to not be down there. Right. That's true. <laughs> Point blank period. That's true. Boom. Just like that. So, yes. Yeah, so, know yourself. Know your regular. And then it also... Because I was thinking about this when you were like, uh, I want to talk about cuddling. And so I was like, let me pay attention to what I do the next time I get <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I be 
partner is putting in work, I be, I be on that focus. I be making sure that I am paying attention to every taste bud. I give directions. Yes. Um, especially because I know, I know that I want this orgasm and I know that you want to give it to me. And um, if I need you to slide to the left, like, right. that's what I need you to do. Right. Paying attention, being present, being present, getting out of your head. Don't be thinking about that girl at work that done took the last video coffee creamer. Like, this is not the time for that. <laughs> you need yes. to be focused and in the moment. Yes. I love I love all of those tips. I think that's great. How do we become more or how do you boost your confidence when receiving? Um, I mean, you know, it always feels good when your partner strokes your ego. So, you know, when you take them clothes off, be like, ooh, it's pretty. <laughs> <laughs> like, that works for me. <laughs> Tell me it tastes good. Tell me it looks good. Mm-hmm. Stroke my ego a little bit, you know? Definitely. No, that works. I didn't. I did not. I did not think about that. That does work. I mean, that positive reinforcement, right? Mm-hmm. Definitely. And then it just goes to the fact that I know it's pretty. I've been down there. It's mine. <laughs> right. <laughs> you can't tell me nothing about it. You can't tell me nothing about it. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, right? I'm with like, you. Thank you. I felt. Oh, no, I was just saying, like, you can't tell me nothing about it. Like, yeah. I know it's pretty. Thank you. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I mean, for me, I guess the way that I become more confident is, like, the same, like you're saying, like, looking, like, being one with your mirror, knowing what's going on. And, you know, I know some people, they feel a little bit more confident when there's a trim. So go ahead and trim it. Trim the hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Trim the hair around it. Do what you got to do. Wear some sexy underwear. Go ahead, go yeah. ahead, and go ahead, and and and, and take that 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 shower. Go ahead and do that freshen up if you got to. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so fresh, so clean, clean, right? That does boost confidence. Yeah. And plus, like you know, you already naked. I ain't got to do no more work. Right, you come out the tub like wow. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. And I think like it's 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 all of those things like, you know, if you, you smelling good, you're feeling good, put some put some put your jam on. You know, this this last um, <laughs> this last weekend, I've been jamming out to the Internet. So I'm feeling I'm feeling sexy all the time. So, you know, put on, put on beautiful underwear, um, stretch your stuff. And and I think it's also mental. Like you have to know that you deserve pleasure and I think that's one of the things that we keep missing especially as vulva owners we're just like no but I don't think mine's cute enough or I don't but like penises look gross like they don't they're they're not cute (laughs) they're not cute they're they're cute in their regard they're they're cute for what they are but like you know you cannot we can't keep comparing and that's one of the things that you know, I have when when a person comes to a bad esteem event, there's pictures all around so that folks know that mm-hmm. they, they come in all different shapes and sizes. They're like faces, like not everybody's face is the same. Yeah. So not everybody's vulva is going to be the same. Some people have big clits. Some people have small clits. Some people's clits poke out. They're in. The lips are out there. You got the mm-hmm. bubblegum lips. You got the tiny lips. Like it's all different. Well, and then- I think that that also speaks to the fact that, like, you know, when, when young boys are growing up in the locker room, they see other examples That's of true. other penises, mm-hmm. right? Because you naked, you you in the shower, you in the sports teams together. So they are seeing other penises and they have confidence in their penis because they know, you know, that this is this 
can't tell you how many people I've met who think that the vagina they have is the, or the vulva that they have is the vulva that everybody has. Mm-hmm. And until we see those different examples, until you know that your vulva is normal, or what I really hate is when people are watching porn and everyone's vulva looks the same yeah. in porn. Right. So they think that's how their vulva is supposed to look. So now they think they need vaginoplasty. They need plastic <laughs> surgery for their pussy right. so they can have porn star pussy. And it's like, no. <laughs> like, yeah. How your vulva looks is how it's supposed to look. Right. And if you, if we would just look at them and appreciate ours and know that they're unique little perfect flowers. Right. <laughs> yeah. You're right. You're right. I think you're, you're right. It's it's all of that. It's all those pervasive messages. It's the thinking that like, you know, just like, oh, you're and, and I'm not even going to front. Honestly, I think it's also I, I know I know from talking to people, it's that it could be messages that we receive from other partners. And I've talked to and we've yeah. had stories on the show about folks being like, I had a partner that boosted my confidence so much when they saw me naked or when they you know, were going down on me and they appreciated me. And that really has a huge impact. And then you have others who are like, I had a partner that shamed me and, you know, made it seem like it was a favor for me or favor to me every single time Mm -hmm. that they did this. And that could really impact it. And I know, I know you're talking from, from the viewpoint as a, as a queer woman. And honestly, it took me some time to create the show because I did want I did want a man on to talk about like giving, right? Like, so some folks were like, some folks were like, oh, you know, it'd be dope. Like you never have any men on your show (laughs) talking about, (laughs) talking about these topics. So I said, you know what? Let me take a man from a man's perspective and see, you know, what he thinks about eating pussy or whatever. Right. But guess what? You Uh know, and, and the thing is my show, my show is, is heavily centered around around elevating the voices of folks of color i couldn't find from all my googles i couldn't find not one damn man of color like out there like that i could google that has like said anything written an article written a book about it and i was like yo what's what's up with that like why aren't they out here talking about it and there, there were like a sprinkle of white guys who've written books about like um going down on their partner and it just really like, baffled me like she comes first yeah I think that was written by a white guy. yeah yeah and it's no shade no shade against the white guys but i was like for real y'all like we can't we can't find any men of color who do this and then all the googling that i did around like men of color and cunnilingus or if i did black men and cunnilingus it would either be, of course, porn would pop up and then, but not that much, not that much because people don't focus on that on vulva owners and porn, or it would be these stories about, um, about like, um, you know, black men being emasculated from, you know, giving cunnilingus and, um, black men don't do that. Uh, and I was just like, wait, what? It doesn't take much. It don't take much but a smooth, soft flow from the South to emasculate black men nowadays, it seems. So, like, what do you think about that? Like, I don't know. I, 
I was all over Instagram. I was asking other people. I was like, does anyone know of any men of color who talk about this topic? Like, what's going on? Do they really not do this? Like, what? Mm -hmm. So have you seen, like, um, who is it? Uh, King and Tail, their little sketch comedy show on um, Central. Yes. I don't know if it's still on, but um, I remember that they had a sketch where it was the two of them and they were given um, a class. Lick the flap. Right? And so, like, you start watching it and you're like, shout out to black men teaching other black men about this. And then, like, by the end of the sketch, they walk out of the room and these two women pull off masks. (laughs) And they're like, finally, we educating these brothers. So I was like, damn, that makes sense that it's black women Mm. taking on the burden of doing everything like we always do. But it's like, dang, I really wish that. You know, this existed, that it was black men teaching other black men about mm. how to please they black women. Okay. Come right? on. <laughs> so it's like, um, it's definitely speaking for my friends who, who are speaking from the experiences that I've had with my friends who have sex with men. Like, it really hurts my feelings when I hear their stories about how they do get shamed or how... Um, their partners are always coming up with excuses for why they don't want to give head or how mm-hmm. they think that, like, giving head is something special or I can't give you head if you ain't shaved, yeah, or I can't give you head if you on your cycle or mm-hmm. I can't give you head because you got a weird discharge in your panties. Like, <laughs> you have to understand that this is this is what the bonus with the vagina, this is how this whole system down here works. Right. And it's... It's quote unquote terrifying to quote some of my guy friends. Right. Um, this idea of like of doing that. I'm like, I don't understand what's so scary. What's scary is you got this this rod that protrudes from your body. That's right. terrifying. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? So yeah. it like I know part of me, part of part of part of my hopes and desires for humans is that there is some man out there who is doing something, right? There's got to be, there's got to be somebody out there right. doing something. And and maybe he just needs better marketing and branding so we can okay. find him. But... If you're out there, call me. I want you on this show. <laughs> but it's like, it hurts my feelings for my friends. Yeah. And then I'm like, I'm really sorry that that's your experience. But, you know, my girl just texted me and she had the crib, so I got to go. <laughs> anybody a bad rap i've had i've had very enjoyable experiences with men of color um <laughs> in regards to this but as far as just like a platform i'm just like why aren't y'all talking about it a little bit more and you know i'll give it you know what but let me let me let me backtrack that just a little bit because i feel like within the last like five six seven years like rappers have been talking about it a little bit more like in kendrick lamar's um be humble. He said. He said like something about like going down and like Lil Wayne 
says stuff about going down all the time. So I, I, you know, the rapper, maybe it's coming through through to rappers. That's how, that's probably how the men are out here getting their messaging. It's probably like, oh, Lil Wayne does that. All right. All right. You know, I guess I, feel, I can. I feel like rappers are—they're more rapping about eating ass than they are about eating pussy. <laughs> Which you know ain't gonna knock that if you—if you like to eat ass, uh, you like to have your ass eaten. It's in close it. proximity. Um, it's in close proximity. Handle your business. Do whatever you want to do. Right? It's, it's close. You ain't even gotta go that far. You just gotta, you know, slide to the left. That's right. You need. <laughs> No, right. I just, it's, it's, it was just very like, and I'm not, you were, you were always first on my list. I'm not trying to be that way, but I did want to try to see like, yo, where the men at here? Like, are there any? Mm-hmm. Like, <sighs> Well, I mean, I definitely struggle with that too. And every time I have like a conversation with a man mm-hmm. about, about anything that's just like intriguing and difficult to come by then it's like yo can we do this uh for the public <laughs> and oftentimes they're like nah nah i don't want to <laughs> do that like i felt i found our conversation stimulating but i don't want to put you know everything out there because there's there's this like there's this tough guy masculinity mm. that that i gotta uphold this in the public mm. and Especially when I have, like, conversations that are beneficial, I'm like, I feel like you're being extremely masculine with your intelligence right now. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I just, so it just, yeah. It gets to be frustrating. Yeah, yeah I, I'm with you. That's, that's the way, like, that's the, that's why it took so long for this show to get done. Like, I got a couple DMs that are like, so, shout out to you on doing that. The blowjob show, but I'm, uh... What about us? Because I'm trying to have my man listen. I'm just like, you, you know, give me some time. I'm trying to build it. I'm trying to get it together. <laughs> so needless uh-huh. to say, we're blessed. We're blessed to have you here, but we're all side-eyeing you to the men out here who don't talk about it. So, mm, boo. Well, I mean, somebody take note. There is a market. There is a open space listen, for you. Listen, okay? Like, <laughs> folks are paying, trying to pay good money to hear, to hear how do you do this? Because I think, I think like you were saying, like, we receive so many messages. Like, you're, you're, you hear where folks are like, do the alphabet or like, do the humming noises or do this. And you're right. Everybody's, everybody's body is built differently. I know some people where all they have to do is literally like squeeze their thighs together and they orgasm. Mm -hmm. Like I know some people where it's like, boop, just literally touch the clitoris and I'm there. Some people take a really long time to warm up. So it's really dependent on what your, your partner wants. And it, it, that does require some communication. Like you are, you are receiving something. So we have to feel like we can speak up for ourselves and say like, yay, nay, slide to the left, <laughs> um, move your head up here, yeah. or I need you to take your whole tongue at your mouth and like lick the whole thing, not just focus on the clitoris, yes. you know, all those types of things. Right. And then so like, I feel like first people were like, where is the clitoris? Mm. And then we were like, here's the drawing of the clitoris. And now it's like, okay, but there are other things that surround the clitoris, like back up off the clitoris. Right. Like I got, I consider it like a boxing match. Like if you only throw in jabs, right. I'm going to become accustomed to your jabs. Right. Like I need a right hook. I need an uppercut. <laughs> I need, <laughs> I need you to pay attention to the whole field. Yeah. 
definitely. And then it's like, it's also like porn. Oh my gosh. Porn. Um, And I saw like on your notes, it was like, how do you feel about spitting? (laughs) I, I low-key feel disrespected. (laughs) I'm with you. I'm with you. Some folks are into it. I can't do it because I'm like, well, hey, where are you going with all of that? What what are you doing? Exactly. Let me just add more moisture to my mouth, which is fine. But like the way that mm-hmm. like in porn, how they just like are like, like from the gut. Uh uh-uh. uh. What, what you pulling up? What you pulling up? Uh uh-uh, uh. Uh-uh. You can keep that. You can keep that. But some people are into it, and if that's your jam, if that is your jam, by all means, by yes. all means, handle your business. But. You can't, okay, how about we say this about spitting? You can't just come. You can't come the first day on some spit. Like, you got to be like, hey, I want you to know I'm into this. Are you into this? Let the person tell you if they're into spitting. Don't just come up on the first time on some. So this is what I'm about to do. I'm about to pull all of this mucus and all this shit in my throat and just spit it on you. Like, get out of here. Get out of here with that shit. You don't get job. You gonna get my pussy a cold? Yeah, oh, yeah, I can't. I can't. I can't. So, so we're talking. Right, I would never. I would never yet somebody's young. Absolutely. If that's what you like, boo. Absolutely. I want you to do it. I want you to draw that mucus from deep. deep oh, you're right. But this for is, me, no. if you spit on me, you liable to catch these hands. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. I'm not going to yuck anyone's yum. Like, it was the same thing I said on the blowjob show. Like, it's cool. It's cool. But for me and mine, as in this house, we... You won't, I'm just, I'm not saying I'm not going to do it. I'm going to need you to, to come with some instructions for, I need you to tell me what you're going to do before you do it. You don't, that, mm-mm, like a finger, that's a pleasant surprise. Flicking of the tongue, that's a pleasant surprise. You spin on my ass? Mm-mm. Nah, nah, you can, nah, nah. Like if I want if I want a finger, I will ask for a finger. But if I do not ask for it, do not swindle me. <laughs> because now I done lost my focus and my concentration. <laughs> Feel you. So we're talking about some techniques. We were talking about adding a finger. Maybe some people are into it, some people are not. We were talking about spitting. Yeah. You talked about how folks need to be enthusiastic enthusiastic, I'm sorry. Follow your your partner's body language and especially for the receiver speaking up to say what they what they need what do you think are some mistakes that folks are making when it comes to giving uh, what are some mistakes um i think one of the main mistakes is you should know where the clitoris is mm. some, people, some, people some people don't know where it is um i think that people don't pay attention to the vaginal opening um, and, and if they do pay attention to the vaginal opening, it's to put fingers or toys or something inside, but slip your tongue in there. Like the, the, the heat from your mouth, the, um, mm-hmm. doing, doing your little, your little alphabet and stuff. Go ahead and, and ring around the opening. 
happening. There are nerve endings down there that are going to feel good. And then that way you can have that, you know, give the clitoris time to breathe. Give something else a little bit more attention. Go back up to the clitoris. Like, staying in one place, unless you, you know, you hit in that spot, can sometimes be really, for lack of a better term, boring. Um, You don't want to get boring hit. You want to, you want to be stimulated that whole time. And that means, like, changing it up. But it also means, don't change it up if it's if it's going good. If you're mm. on the right path, <laughs> keep on that path. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, I think uh, another kind of mistake or another kind of thing that people do wrong sometimes is, you know, some people's bodies are very responsive while they're giving head mm. or while they're receiving head. So, so sometimes you got to hold on to your partner. <laughs> sometimes they're going to be trying to run away sometimes they're trying to twist over sometimes they put you in that Cobb McGraw headlock (laughs) 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 you know your your oxygen has been cut off um and all that means is that you're doing it right and then a lot of people you have to find those creative ways to breathe because as much as you don't want to die if you're doing it right she don't want you to die either (laughs) you need to find some creative opportunities to get that breath in you need to the same way a boxer follows their opponent around the ring, if she twists to the left, you need to twist to the left. If she twists to the right, you need to twist to the right. Mm. Um, and that can be like, um, eating pussy is a sport. Oh, yes. <laughs> okay, now. Yes. Yeah, so th- uh, that's like one of the other main things. You need to use that upper body strength. Keep her in that one. Keep them in that position that you need, and you got you to gotta follow. It's a, it's a game. It's a competition. As long as you, as long as you're willing to try to achieve, and they trying to achieve, y'all gonna be able to get there together. That's beautiful. I love that. I also think to add, I'm I totally agree with you on the clitoris thing. The other thing I, I don't think that folks that do not have a clitoris don't understand is that yes, although the clitoris feels good, it has like eight thousand nerve endings, and the only function of it is pleasure. The thing is, is that because it has Uh so many nerve endings, it can actually become painful, which is why I like your, your tip of like, you gotta wrestle around, you gotta, um, you know, you gotta like go to other places, you gotta explore other places. And I, and, and I think with that is, you know, kissing around the clitoris, let the clitoris be the... I don't want to say like the dessert, like at the end, like incorporated, but don't just focus on it because it can actually cause pain or it can actually just feel dull and painful. And it's like, eh, no thanks. Um, right. And then sometimes like, <laughs> at least I know that like, I'll get desensitized. Like I'm very much like a one and done. Mm. <laughs> like I get my one good night and I'm finished. <laughs> I don't want you to lick me no more. Come up here, kiss me, touch me, yes. do all that. Whereas like, other women are like, keep going, another one, and another one. I feel like DJ Khaled, like, get another one. Come right. <laughs> right. So, right. and then definitely, like, the inner thighs, the inner thighs is a great place to kiss, to touch, to bite, to lick, like, Uh-oh, no. to, to as, a, as a good break between. And it's definitely something that's, like, surprising. If you're giving a lot of attention to the clitoris and you're noticing that you're not getting no real response, Bite her in the thigh. So if she wouldn't, don't bite it hard. Don't, don't, don't come for me when your partner pop you upside your head because you done win Dracula on her. I'm talking a little nibble. 
just a little, just a tiny bit, like, just a tiny bit. Just <laughs> a tiny, it's a tiny little nibble. That yeah. if she, if she's, um, you know, if if that, if whatever you're doing isn't stimulating, that's gonna be a refresher. It's gonna be a restart. It's gonna be something that's gonna draw her attention back in, right? Yeah. Um, and there's lots of nerves that are all over there. Uh, if she's a woman who likes, um, if you like feet, if she likes feet. I don't like feet, but <laughs> go down with her feet kind of thing. Like, they up around your shoulders anyway. Uh-oh. So, there's, like, there's, there's so much more to give a head than just putting your mouth on the vulva. There's so many other places you could be. Right. No, and, and I think the use of hands as well. Like, I think we underestimate just, like, the whole, it's a whole experience, like, let the person know you're into it. Caress their back. Caress their if if they if they yeah. have if they have breasts. Caress their breasts. Caress their arms. Um, touch their belly. You know, touch their thighs. Like touch the butt. Um, <laughs> I mean, you know, if you kinky, reach on up. Give them a quick choke. Oh 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 now. Okay okay. Oh shit. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Give them a quick choke if they're into that. Um, be mindful of the airflow. Right? <laughs> be it mindful of the airflow. <laughs> and that's the thing. It's all. And I think uh, we keep forgetting that. Like you and I know that you know consent is amazing, and talking through things is sexy. But oftentimes, when we think about like consent and how people tell us to get it, it's like. Would you like me to go down on you? And that's not sexy. It doesn't sound right. But if you say, like, you like what I'm doing, you know, I like when you blah, 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 or like, ooh, you turn me on when you blah, 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 like, talk to them. Find out what's going on. Mm -hmm. Do you like when I do this right here? Ooh, do you like that? Like, talk to them through the experience because then the person's more likely to be like, oh, okay, they're open to feedback because some folks are not comfortable with being like, actually... That's a no for me. Like, no one's, not a lot of people feel comfortable advocating for themselves. So it's really up to, I mean, we really should be advocating for ourselves, but it's also up to the person who's giving and exploring to, you know, start the conversation and incorporate it into their, um, incorporate it into their, their whole technique. Yeah. And like, I know that um, sometimes, you know, having this conversation face-to-face can be really uncomfortable. But what I tell a lot of people is I'm like, yo, send a text message. Like, Uh-oh. what happened last night was really fun. <laughs> or, you know, and then you're you're building up um, excitement for the next time that it happens. Right. I like to do the, uh, the after-sex interview. <laughs> <laughs> tell us about it. <laughs> I like to hit them with the, um, did you like this? Did you like that? It seems like you like this. Do you remember when you did that? Or I'm always the one that, um, especially since, you know, um, eating pussy is a sport. So I, I like to try to play the, like, you injured me card. Like, <laughs> like I can't breathe. <laughs> I can't breathe. Or um, I think you broke my fingers. <laughs> Why you my fingers so tight? Or... <laughs> Or, um, I don't know, just like me personally, like when you see your partner come up from giving you head and like they lift this glistening, you dripping down their chin, like that snaps for you. Snaps for (laughs) all of that. Like, good job. I like how you did that kind of thing. So having, having a conversation can be scary, but you can make it sexy. Like, 
And then especially if you're if you're like, ooh, I just read this article about this. Tag them on Facebook. Right. I just was talking to my friend about this. Shoot them a text message. Shoot them a Snapchat. If you if you nervous about the evidence being on their phone, Snapchat deletes things. Like their technology is so amazing that there there is a way for you to find a, a comfortable way to express yourself. Right. You know, and it and it does start with having that confidence and that goal to be able to be like, let me go do that. So so let me give this to you. Have that confidence person human out there get that thing that you want tell that person to give you that thing that you want because you deserve that thing that you want definitely absolutely so now from from men that i hear who would like to or are like man i would love to however x y and z how do what do you talk what do you think about the breathing part how do we breathe and also some people talk about like neck pain and like like having your having your jaw like their jaw hurt what tips and advice do you have on that so sometimes i with the neck pain definitely i understand that um because if you're like on a on a bed and you're both on that flat surface you have to to arch your neck in a way to be able to get down there. Mm-hmm. So one good technique that I like to use is prop your partner's hips up on a pillow. Okay. Um, get a real flip pillow and get their hips up on it because now their vulva is lifted up higher to a natural kind of position for you. Another thing is if they're on the bed or if they're on the counter or the table, um, <laughs> if you're on the floor and they're on the bed, then it's right in your face and you're on your knees. Okay, so that no. can be a much more comfortable position. My and then knees. if they're not quite high enough, grab that pillow so that way you're lifted up. Um, if you're at the, if they're on the table, you could sit in a chair. That's quite comfy. And um, what did Wayne say? I put her on. Uh, I put her on my plate and then I do the dishes. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Yes, you can do that for sure. Um, sometimes um, I know a lot of women who like to get head standing up. So if you've got a partner whom you can lift up on your shoulders, oh shit, what you can be standing and they can be up on your shoulders. What kind like, of damn acrobatics y'all be doing over there? I don't. Mm-mm, I'm too big. I think I'm too big. I think I'm too big. I think I'm too heavy. <laughs> I think I'm too heavy for that. But you know what? You know. And- and sometimes you know that's not an option if your partner if you if you cannot and be honest with yourself people don't be trying to lift your partner up if you can't lift your partner up because all you gonna do is embarrass yourself you might embarrass them and now you all sex sent me to the er (laughs) and okay so also now okay i don't even know how i think this is one of those like you're gonna have to do trial and error but since since we're since we're giving tips out here, what what do we do with this tongue? Is it just hanging? Is it like big licks, small licks, short licks? Are we darting? What can we give? What can, what can we say about that to the people who are so graciously out here giving? All right. So let me think. One of my favorite things to do. Hmm, how do I put this into words? <laughs> is like I, <laughs> it's like I use like my whole tongue, like my whole tongue flat, right? And mm. I'll start like at like the vaginal opening, and 
and I'll like lick up from the vaginal opening. Um, I'll lick up from the vaginal opening up to the clitoris, and then I'll go back down, <laughs> and then I'll go. So you'll repeat it that way. Or um, mm-hmm. another thing to do, which is really good, is sucking Ooh. to create that. Cause have you seen like there are like toys out on the market yes. uh, for like clitoral pumps and mm-hmm. like clitoral suckers and stuff? Yeah. So like. Um, my only thing with the sucking, though, is you have to be aware of your partner's anatomy. Um, so if your partner has, like, for instance, like a really big clitoral hood, if yeah. their clitoris is hidden under their clitoral hood, you have to you have to get under the hood, gotcha. right? Ha, ha, ha. I see what you did there. I see what you did there. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to get under the hood to make sure that you're providing that suction to the clitoris. Because if you're sucking on her hood, she ain't go, they're, they're not going to feel anything. Oh. I keep saying she, not everyone who has a vulva identifies as she or you're as right. a woman. You're right. You got it. There. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Go for it. Yes. I'm glad you said that. Um, and then another thing is like also pay attention to the lips. There are lots of nerve endings in the lips. So lick up the lips. Lick down the lips kiss the lips. One thing that I found is um, the same way I kiss the lips on your face is the same way that I kiss the lips not on your face. Woo! You get get me ready for later. Thanks, Nate. (laughs) We'll see. Using the tip, I find that a lot of like the dudes that I talk to or a lot of the people that I talk to are are using their whole tongue the whole time. Mm. But the tongue is a muscle. And you know, you can use just tip you can use just the tip just to brush past um because not everybody likes that full force on their clitoris some people like those feathery little strokes where they want to feel every taste bud run across their clitoris right or they want to feel every taste bud run across the lips so it's it's definitely like trial and error try different things and sometimes it's like painting you got to paint a pretty picture. You gotta pay attention to that whole thing. And like I was saying earlier, like sometimes you gotta do some distractions. That's Wait, right. Give them a scratch up they thigh. Give them a pop on the booty. Okay. Um, yes. Things like that is all all things to keep it interesting. And then like people will be like, "What do I do with my hands?" And I'll be like, "Well, does your partner have boobs? <laughs> does your partner um, have thighs? <laughs> does your partner have thighs? Grab onto those. Right. Is your partner squirming around? You gotta get them in that like little bicep lock. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get them hips in check. Right. Yeah. So there's. There's so much. I could, I could, I should write a book. Cause Do I should you, go into this. I mean, you got it. I mean, you, I think you, I mean, you hit, you hit all my favorites. I think, yes, paying attention to the lips. I think people underestimate literally using, just kissing too, because it's a nice move to like start kissing first. And then I think with kissing, paying attention to like, like you're saying, paying attention to your partner's body, because there might be a point that you get to where you're kissing down there just like literally just like mwah, mwah, mwah. and then you find like they're like oh that's there that's my jam and so paying attention to like where your partner like jerks or moves or moans at different moments mm-hmm. helps us in navigating and like you were saying like it is like a sport and with sports it doesn't have it's not routine every single time like I know for me sometimes I'm like I'm like just stay on like on this point on this point where you are the whole time and sometimes I'm like nah that ain't working for me 
And so from day right? to day or from week to week, it can change. So it's literally paying attention every single time to what your partner wants or what your partner's feeling like in that moment. That was amazing. Nay, I enjoyed my time with you. I'm having fun with you too, girl. Oh my gosh. I learned so much. We are at the end. <laughs> where where can we find you? Where do you have any upcoming events? How can we support your work? Tell us everything. Alrighty. So I do have a YouTube channel. My YouTube channel is Honest Sex with Honestly Nay. Um, go ahead and search, subscribe. I post a video every week. The yes. goal is if to at least get you a video by Friday. But I do post every week. I'm gonna give you something Every week. So Absolutely. that's what I'm aiming for. Um, my goal before the end of the year is to have 50 subscribers. I think I have like 15, 17 right now. Yes. So it's October, November, December. I would love to have 50 subscribers by the end of the month. Um, starting next year in 2018 is when I'm going to start hitting uh, my education and my outreach really hard. So the goal is to do kind of like 10 travel workshops lessons presentations and 10 workshop lessons presentations here in Colorado nice. so you know I like to set goals and then I like to achieve the goals yeah so, I'm out here um my Instagram is honestly nay my snapchat is honestly nay um my twitter is honestly nay I'll be honest I don't really tweet all that much but if you tweet me I'll tweet you back <laughs> and, yes um, if you, uh, my, um, Gmail is honestly nay at gmail.com. So everything, everything is honestly nay on all the platforms to make it easy for you. Um, and I'm out here, you know, just trying to be melanated and educated and, and bring you <laughs> yes. things. Oh, nay, we got a question before you leave. Oh, okay. Okay. So it says here, Hey Vanessa, I'm a black woman. And so I have kinky coily pubic hair. The guy I'm seeing now, okay. casually dating, prefers shaved a uh, shaved look during cunnilingus, but I've explained to him that I cannot shave it, I can only trim it since I get really deep and painful ingrown hairs. Part of me wonders if yeah. he knows the clitoris and the inner labia have no hair at all to worry about, but I digress. How can two people reach <laughs> a middle ground when it comes to oral sex and pubic hair maintenance? That is a fantastical question. Yes, it is. Because I find myself talking about hair a lot. Okay. So for all my my black girls, all my 40 sisters out there, I know the ingrown hair struggle. That's my struggle shit. It is real. Yeah. Right? It is real. And, And the bare look is not, it doesn't work for everybody, Yeah. you know? So here's the thing with dealing with partners and how they, um, want things to look. Like you said, there ain't no hair on the clitoris or on the lips or on the labia. So, I don't know what your issue is. But then (laughs) also, um, trimming, if trimming is what you can do, that is the middle ground that you have. Yeah. You know, in the same way that like, dudes get ingrown hairs, like it on their beards and things when they shave. So sometimes, you know, that's not an option. Like, you don't want to, like, I understand that this is what you want. I understand that this is what you're attracted to. But you have to understand that this is what my body does. Yeah. And this is what I have to get. Right. So, um, I think trimming is is a solid middle ground. Um, and then I would also kind of explain to your partner that hair, pubic hair, serves a purpose. Okay, now, it's come not on. just there. 
hoverboards and whatnot. But once upon a time, we was out here in these fields, in the bush, and that pubic hair kept things from getting inside of us. <laughs> so it was important. Pubic hair also traps pheromones and it traps scent. And um, me personally, I I love everything about pussy. I love how it looks. I love how it smells. I love how it tastes. Mm. And that hair traps that scent. It traps those pheromones that can help to make your partner more attracted to you. Um, and then ultimately, anybody who's got an issue with your body is not the person for you. Mm. You said y'all is casually dating. Listen, boo, I bet you get on Tinder right now. You find yourself somebody <laughs> who loves for coily, kinky hair. It's the partner that you have isn't willing to isn't willing to be accepting. Yeah. Um so and then I feel like we as women take on so much on ourselves right. when our partners are not enthused about the way that our bodies look or about X, Y, and Z. And ultimately like if you don't go hard for you you can't have any energy towards somebody else right. going hard for you. That's true. So you need to go hard for yourself, and you need to be able to be like, look, this is what I got. You can take it. You can leave it. It is what it is. That is true. I so, mean, the thing that came to mind when I when I, when I I read this question was, uh, the pussy I got is the pussy you don't get. Do you want it or, you, or not? Like, what, you, exactly. what, what you want? What you want? And... I totally hear you. Like, I totally, everything you said, I'm in total agreement. I think that, yes, I think that's one of those things that we don't talk about a lot is, you know, especially with folks with kinky, coily hair, the way that grows from your <laughs> from your head on top is the way that it's going to grow down there as well. And, I mean, right? for some... The curtains match the drapes. Exactly. <laughs> and I think that... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, this is actually like when I was younger and I used to sh- I I used to shave a lot. Like I was like, oh, I prefer to shave. And then those ingrown hairs would make you look all messed up because it's like not only do you have the ingrown hairs, the scarring that it leaves behind, and when we're talking about building that vagisem and having that confidence, having scarring for some people like they don't think it's cute and they have all of these all of these things. And so I think something that you could do for yourself, like I'm totally not talking about your partner right now, but for yourself, if you are still having that, I think trimming is a wonderful idea if that's what you want to do. So trimming and a close trim is great. I also think that, um, I also think that exfoliating, I, I, I know helps. So for some people using like a, um, a mild scrub and getting like their washcloth or a, um, or what do you call it? The, like that, like the bathing sponge, putting a little bit on, and I said not harsh exfoliant to just kind of exfoliate that hair. Um, for some folks that I've talked to, they feel like that's worked better for them to prevent some of the ingrown hairs. Um, because it actually helps in like moving for some things like actually helps in like massaging, massaging the hair follicle so it grows out and it doesn't like hurt and grow out straight is what I've heard so I can say that's worked for me and then like I would also recommend like bikini zone Mm. they're um they have a shaving cream and they also have an aftershave gel which is really good at helping to prevent because I used to shave a lot too um and bikini zone was my was my saving grace (laughs) and then as well as um tea tree oil Mm. tea tree oil is a skin conditioner so it makes the skin a little softer so that way that curly hair 
while it's searching for that opening, the skin is more is is more accommodating mm. to helping it get out instead of bubbling up and under. Absolutely. Um, so I mean, like if it if it's if that is what you want to do, that's right. If that is what you want to do, absolutely. Those are some options. But if you good with your trim, girl, hey. you better do that high top thing. We call it a day. <laughs> Work it out, work it out, work it out. And yeah, and you're right. The clitoris, the labia don't have hair. So if your partner is having a hard time, then you could be like, look, I'm going to bust it wide open even more. Like bust it, bust it wide open so that you don't even, I'll hold it open for you. Like, what do you need so I can get what I need? But if that is not going, if that's not going to work, then... I mean, the middle ground is you doing what's best for you. And we don't want you to be out here with painful ingrown hairs and all of the bumps that come with that. So, like Nay said, brother, if you if you ain't coming out here with the shave look, here's the thing. For me, it's all about quality. If you ain't coming out here with the shave look, if you, ain't, if you don't want a razor around your stuff, then what makes you think? Are you doing it? See, if you do it, then maybe I'll think about it. But you ain't doing it. So, get out of my face. <laughs> Right, and I feel like a lot of men, like, don't understand that, like, mammals have hair. (laughs) I am a person. There's hair on their legs, there's hair under their arms, there's (laughs) hair on their genitals, there's hair in their booty. Mammals have hair. And a lot of these women um, are are removing this hair, sometimes for their benefit, but but low-key more often than not. For your benefit, because you want silky smooth legs, and you don't think hair under a woman's arms is quote unquote ladylike, and, right. and you don't like this and you don't like that. So it's like appreciate what you got, right. <laughs> appreciate right. what you got and what you're getting, because you could be getting nothing. You could have nothing. Listen, <laughs> listen. I don't have to bust anything open over here, but I digress. I digress. Thanks so much. Thanks so much for the person who sent this message our way. We hope it was helpful. If not, do a follow-up. Let us know if you want more information. Me and they have no problem circling back to add more to this answer. All right? So let us know. Um, oh, Nay, we were at the end. We were, we, we were at the end, end before, before we got into our uh, pubic hair politics just now. Um, <laughs> but the last question that I have for you is how do you build your vagisteam? So I coined vagisteam in 2014. Um, and basically for me, vagisteam means is basically the concept by which one builds the confidence of and in their vulva and vagina. And I do believe that this, um, that this confidence leads to a healthy and satisfying sex life. So how do you build yours? How do I build my Um, I think kind of the confidence that I have in general, because that's, that's something that I hear from a lot of people is they're like, you go out and you talk about sex and you live your life unapologet- unapologetically and you're just confident. And I think a lot of that confidence comes from, comes from my mommy mm. and... <laughs> And just the fact that um, my mom does hair, so I grew up in the salon, uh, constantly surrounded by all of these strong and powerful and beautiful black women that would not let me not acknowledge my strong, powerful, beautiful black womanness. Okay, now. Right? Yes. Right? So coming up as this as this little black girl with this cool 
coily hair and this uh, this this little mocha chocolatey skin. You know, society would like to have you believe a lot of bullshit. And being surrounded by all these other black women, they wouldn't they wouldn't allow that to seep into my conscience. And and as I got older and I I, I lived for me and not for anybody else. Um, that helped to kind of secure my confidence. And, and in Vulva Confidence, I am so, ooh, I'm so fine. Oh <laughs> yes! 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 I walk past myself in the mirror and be like, damn, girl, what your name is? <laughs> right? So I, I have, been, have been blessed to be surrounded by people who, who supported positive images of myself. And, and now as an adult, I'm trying to push those positive images back out and, and let people understand and recognize that there's, there's no shame in being you. There's no shame in the vulva you have. There's no shame in the body you have. There's no shame in the hair you have. And anybody who has an issue with them can go kick fucking rocks and yeah. take a long walk off a short cliff. So, wow. um, that's where, that's where my bad theme comes from. Yes. It's a word out here. Yes. Thank you for that. That was amazing. Thanks. Yay. <laughs> Nay, thank you so much for taking the time to be on with me tonight. Thank you for sharing all of your great insights. I can't wait to see what you do next. And thank you. <laughs> thank you for having me. I'm so happy. It was totally worth spending since June. <laughs> I'm so glad. <laughs> Hey everybody, this is your girls from T.O. Black. This is Gabby, the daddy dom, stood. And KT, the femme submissive. And uh, we got asked to answer some questions from our girl over at Vagisteam, uh, Vanessa. So we will go ahead and start off with, with the questions here. What do you like about giving or receiving head? Go ahead, Gabby. Um, I like the intimacy of it. You know, um, I like the playfulness of it. You know, actually, I'm kind of really ticklish down there. So it's kind of it's it's kind of an interesting thing. It ends up being more of a wrestle because I'm always like giggling and going out of control because I'm so ticklish. But I mean, it just it looks real nice, especially um, when the woman is down there and she got a back arch. You see the, the booty. And you know she, Girl. he wants to to twerk a little bit. So you know it it looks real nice. It's just a, a real nice thing going on. <laughs> <laughs> um. So for me, I really really like getting head because it feels great. Mm-hmm. Um. My girl is great with her tongue. So. <laughs> that right. works with me. Um. As for the the giving portion, I love giving head. I'm. I'm a head connoisseur, and I think that goes along with, uh, I have a, like a mouth fetish, so I guess that kind of plays along with that. Anything having to do with the mouth is real intimate with me, so like whenever I'm giving head, it's kind of like, it's a special thing, I guess, I don't know. Um, for me, my favorite technique is doing like the, like, my girl is really, really sensitive, like, in that area, so I don't ever, like, actually lick on her clit and stuff like that, but my favorite technique is to lick, like, from the very tip top of her shoulders all the way down to her pussy and, like, around 
her pussy lips and on her um, inner thighs because that always like makes her a thousand times wet. So that's what, one of my favorite techniques to do in regards to giving head. Okay. What about you, Gabby? My favorite techniques is um, I like to start first. We we kind of talk about this in our one of our episodes, but I'll give you all the game. Well, first, I like to, um, when I'm already down there and I've already warmed her up enough, go to her inner thighs and, and start kissing on her inner thighs and licking around there, licking around the thighs, which is that little crease where the butt meets the, the thighs. Uh, lick right in there. That drives them insane. So kiss around there, lick around there. I don't go to the clit till the very last part. All during the rest of the time, I'm licking on the lips, sucking on the lips, um, kissing all around there, uh, you know, maneuvering my tongue in between the lips, uh, barely touching the clit every once in a while, but mainly just teasing and playing, playing with her, you know, making her pretty much just like big for it. And then by that time, by the time you get to the clit, it will take like maybe... 10 licks at, at most and she's already uh, orgasming and it's it's just amazing so um that's what i do just a lot of teasing and pleasing um no so don't forget about that huh? huh no luck job for you no huh? luck job no luck job <laughs> what about uh how do you and how can folks with vaginas or vulvas become more confident in receiving i think this is really important um because a lot of times, like, even my own self, I get, like, even though I've been with my partner for, like, two years, I get kind of nervous sometimes whenever she's going to eat my pussy. And I don't know why, but it's, it's like, like, oh, my God, like, what if something is wrong with my vagina? Even though she's seen it a million times, what if this time she thinks it's ugly and weird or something? So I think to, to be more confident in it, just talk about it. Talk about it with your partners and talk about it. Period. Talk about your vagina. I think I think for me that that would be that would give me more confidence. Right. And especially coming from a stud, there can be a lot of um, insecurities um, because, you know, kind of when you think about it, it's kind of you're kind of in a submissive state when you're receiving it. And if you're used to being dominant and in control, it can kind of be a little like, yeah. So mainly what I do is I I just try to um if I feel myself becoming uncomfortable I try to assert my dominance in other ways so like I force her head down or I slap her on the butt or I um you know uh you know just try to be aggressive with it tell her what to do because you're in control of your own pleasure and if and if what she's doing is making you uncomfortable you got to tell her and you got to make her do what you want so uh, that's what I do. I just try to um, come up with ways in which I can uh, be dominant, you know, whether that's me getting on the edge of the bed and having her on the ground, um, like she giving me head like a dude or anything like that. That's usually what I do. And I, I can agree with KT being sometimes being uncomfortable with your lady parts. <laughs> like, even though your partner has seen it five billion times, it's like, ooh, I'm uncomfortable because it's weird to me. Because I like, looked at mine. I remember the first time I looked at mine and I was just appalled. And I was like, nobody will ever want to see this. But apparently some people do. So. <laughs> oh, it's so 
funny to me. <laughs> I wasn't really the same. Like, I can't say same to that because for me, whenever I first seen my vagina, it was, it was like, oh, okay, that's mine. You know, it's kind of like mm-hmm. a sexual experience seeing my own vagina for the first time and then seeing, seeing like watching myself orgasm for the first time or come right. for the first time and stuff like that. It was kind of sexy. I was like, okay, bitch, I see you. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so I can't say same to that. Um, but let's go on. What mistakes are folks making when giving uh, and what should folks know before, after, and during giving? Go ahead, Gabby. Um, I guess the number one mistake people make in sex in general is thinking all people are the same. And, um, especially when giving hair, I think it's, it's such an intimate moment. Like you, you want to do it right. You don't want, you don't want to bore somebody. Like it's the sexiest thing when you're in between a woman's legs and she's like squeezing your head together and like all the juices are all over your face. So you want to do it right so you can get that experience. So. You want to take your time and listen to what listen to the girl and also read her body movements. You have to be aware of these things. It's not your show. It's it's not what you want to do It's what she is liking. So you have to uh, pick up on those little um, body movements. Like if she tenses up, obviously she's not into it. If she's relaxing and if she's, you know, moving her hips, that means she's really into it. So you need to keep on doing it. And also. um the ABC method, no, don't do that, please, because um, it doesn't really work. It and, doesn't work. Um, especially if you, <laughs> if your girl finds out you're doing the ABC method, she's gonna be dry. So, um, just just okay. get your just get your mouth real wet and just explore the girl's body, and you'll you'll see what she likes, and she'll tell you what she likes, and just get real nasty with it. That's what I like to do. I just like to get real nasty. With it. Just get my head all up in there. And just cover my face in the goodness. Girl. Oh, you're trying to do too much. Um, <laughs> uh, for me, what mistakes are folks making when giving? I think you're right, Gabby, when you say that people think that all vaginas are the same. Um, talk to your partner about what feels good, what doesn't feel good. Like I said, my girlfriend is like super duper sensitive in her lady part. So or not her lady parts, but like in, in her vaginas. And, um, I can't, I can't lick directly on the clit. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times men or straight people or people who are not as experienced in sex and just watch it off porn and things like that, that are not, you know, realistic and things that they think that you must suck on the clit as hard as you possibly can and then make the girl come period. That's it. But that's, that's literally not how it works with all people. So you have to make sure that you're talking to your partner in regards to uh, giving oral. Uh, what should folks know before? Definitely, you need to warm your partner up. Most Stop just going yeah. straight for the pussy. Never, Stop going ever, straight ever. for the pussy. Don't do that. Warm them up beforehand. Rub on their body. Give them a massage. Uh, rub their butt a little bit. Do something besides just going straight for the pussy. Before um, you even before you even take them underwears off, she needs to be soaking wet so that when you take it off, right. you can see the little trail of of wetness. That's right. how you know she ready. That's how you know it's been marinated and it's ready yeah. for the devouring. That's how yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> if, if I can taste your cum through your underwear before I've taken them off, I've done it right. It's time. 
It's time. It's time. It's time. It's right. been baked. It's ready <laughs> to to come out the oven. Absolutely. So. <laughs> so, what should folks know after having sex or after giving oral? Make sure you wash your face. Yeah. Make sure you wash your face. Please. Okay. Please. And then Please. also, if if um, like I know this is kind of like not like I don't. I don't really want to say this, but I'm going to say it anyway. Um, like, let's let's say, for instance, that your partner is prone to getting cold sores or something like that. Make sure that they wash their face, because if not, then that's going to flare up their cold sores and, and that can make it bad for both of you. Yeah. So just make sure that they are washing their face after or having great oral hygiene. Um, And then during giving, communicate. Just be sexy and make moans and, and all that for your partner so that they know that they taste good and, and they feel more confident in their vagina. Right. But uh, that's all I got. Uh, um, she had. Well, I, didn't, I, I didn't say that, girl. I didn't say that, girl. Yes, you did. I, I didn't asked, say that for after. Oh, I, oh right. Ooh, Excuse me. Okay, after. Make sure you lick your girl up. Make sure she's all clean. And then after. You know, you kiss her, let her taste herself. Y'all cuddle for a little bit. And you take out the strap and uh, pound the mess out of her. And uh, after that, you're done. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Um, all right, that's all like, we got for you. Uh, thank you so much, Vanessa. We definitely appreciate you. Uh, so much and we love your show so thank you so much for being great and uh for providing sexual health education and being awesome yes this has been teal black this is gabby dad downside hey dude i'm submissive Bye. what is up everybody this is brian i am here to talk about cunnilingus today aka eating pussy so there's a reason why lesbians have more orgasms than straight people because we're good as fuck at eating pussy like it's it's a known fact at this point what i need people to understand is that you don't just have your tongue to work with when you are, you know, giving head or whatever. You have a whole ass mouth. You have teeth. You have lips. You know, you have muscles in your mouth to create different sensations. You have your own vocal cords that can, you know, you can give, you know, slight, like, you know, vibration and all these things. And that that is why we are bomb as fuck at it <laughs> i don't have a preference in terms of giving or receiving like i will happily take some shit like if that sh if your game is bomb as fuck happily i will happily lay there and be a little p pillow princess if i need to um but in terms of giving, it is by far the best thing I, you know, could ever do with my life. <laughs> in terms of like techniques and things, like I said, you have a whole mouth. You can, you can suck and lick at the same time. You can hum. You can do all of those things at the same time. Uh, for some people, they, or some women or anyone that has a vagina, they like, you know, some people like, you know, consistent like consistent technique like consistent like sucking or or uh licking or at different speeds some women or people with vaginas 
like a little bit more of a switch up like do this for five seconds and then do this and that and that's what you know makes them happy and gets them to where they need to be for me um in terms of receiving um there for me I need like double stimulation like I can't I'm not gonna have an orgasm by just clitoral stimulation I and that's just my body but I know women that can just do that you know with just clitoral stimulation and I applaud them uh as far as giving I do think that using your lips in any capacity makes everything a whole lot better just you know doing that weird thing that they do in porn when they like just have their tongue out and they're just like flicking it and they're like eh. you know that sound you know what I'm talking about that is not that is that is not sufficient, I think, for the average person with a vagina. Like, I don't see why that's a thing. In addition to having a whole mouth, you also have a whole head that you can, like, you can adjust, you know, uh, angles and, and where you're looking. And that also being said is that the clit is not just, you know, this little, this little nub or whatever. I have a whole ass clitoris, the entire organ tattooed on my body because it's so very important that you have, you know, off to the left and the right sides of the clitoris that are also stimulated by, by touch. You have uh, just a whole body part that is dedicated specifically for pleasure. The clitoris has no other need and it's just there. Like the evolution, the, the universe created, you know, just just for fun, you know, just a little fun button, you know. <laughs> um, I think as far as being more confident in giving or in, in giving, it's it's practice, you know, learning different body types um, because every woman or person with a vagina is going to be different. Um, but that's a good way to, you know, build your skills up. Like, what if I try this? And when you see like general tips on how to give head, they say, you know, do the alphabet, do little circles, try a little square. That junk is real try it all you know something may work something may not work you might be able to make her squirt you never know like try that shit you know and if you aren't and if it's not working in theory person the person with the vagina you should be able to read their body if you're not able to read a, a person with the vagina's body you know in terms of if they're liking something or not liking something because not everyone is very vocal you know i'm gonna tell you if that's not if that's not it but not everyone is you need to be able to have that sense of does this person enjoy this um that way you can you know cross that off oh she doesn't like squares oh she doesn't like circles oh she doesn't like the alphabet you know you can you can figure out different things um for receiving I think it all comes down to your diet because, you know, if you don't eat the mo the best foods and things like that, it does translate to your vagina. It does, 100%. And a lot of women and people with vaginas, you know, be may feel like, oh, they don't taste good and da-da-da-da-da. And I think if you're eating healthy, then there's nothing to be worried about. If you have a really shitty diet, I do think that plays a part. Um, in terms of, you know, how lubricated your body gets when you're aroused, um, the overall just like taste and, uh, and smell of the vagina, I do think that all makes a difference. Um, to be more confident in giving, uh, like I said, 
work those skills, work that tongue, work that teeth, work those lips, work that head. Again, with uh, receiving, take a shower. A shower will always make you feel better about your pussy. Like, it'll always, you, you it, it's, it's, it, <laughs> it's a known, I think it's a known fact for myself because I love showers and I love to be like clean and fresh down there because I shower like twice a day just because I need to know that my pussy is on fleek at any point during the day. Um, the, I've had some horror stories for sure. Uh, a girl that I, you know, hooked up with seems like she didn't shower that whole last day. Like her whole last day was still on her pussy. And I was like, you couldn't, you couldn't shower. Like I'm about to dive in this shit, swim with my face, you know, and you didn't shower. And then it was just like, I'm already here. And it didn't last very long. Cause I was like, oh no. I can't do this. Um, as far as good stories, uh, obviously with the right simulation for each woman, you can make her squirt. That is always a great thing. I've done that. That's another thing is use your hands as well. I think your hands are way better at hitting a G-spot than a penis or a strap or any other toy personally because it's your hands are going to be more malleable to uh to hit those spots and and to give you that stimulation that you need um your hands you can use more pressure in some spots like some people i guess it's called like tossing a salad where you you are like licking like the spot between like your vagina and your anus you know toss that fucking salad you know figure out what another thing is if you gonna eat the booty like groceries you know do that shit another thing that is you know you also have to try and see which letters and all of that stuff's gonna work but that's not what we're talking about we're talking about eating pussy so um eating pussy is life do that shit with your whole entire face your whole entire head use the whole upper your skull use your skull maybe not your eyes but use your skull i do think another thing that people go wrong with uh in terms of in terms of giving head is that they are not they're not entirely people do this like head shaking thing and it's like it doesn't it doesn't feel good like I, I can't even explain it like it's like they'll be sucking on your clit and then they'll like shake their head and maybe that's just me but I don't like it don't do that to me. Anybody that's listening, if I, if a uh, woman that is listening that could be my future wife, I don't know. If you're listening, don't fucking do that shit. I will, I will dry up as quickly as possible. Don't do that shit. Um, before and as far as after, you know, giving head, just be ready for where, you know, you might be covered in vagina fluid. You might be covered in a lot of discharge. You could not be. And if you're not, that means you ain't do something right. <laughs> but uh, as far as after, definitely make sure you're not that partner that I've had partners that will finish, you know, finish eating this pussy. And then they go to like wipe their mouth and like spit. And I'm like, oh no, you're gonna you're gonna swallow me, ma'am. Like, what did you think this was? You're gonna you're not you're gonna swim with your face and then not like swallow? Like what? Maybe that's just me. Maybe that's just me. But um don't be that person. 
it makes it makes I think it makes for me it makes me feel like I did something wrong like or I wasn't good enough uh definitely just take care and with your partner afterwards you know cuddle them you know give them a hug I mean you do have every right to go like wash your face and your hands and everything like that but for me I don't really care like I will kiss you after you just ate this pussy I don't care that doesn't that doesn't bother me like if you if you know your pussy is bomb you I do think in terms of vagina health you do need to taste your own pussy you need to know what is going on down there that's how you you can know like if something's not right so you really have to be up close and personal with your own body before you expect somebody else to come through and make you come that's I think that's just normal, normal etiquette, maybe, um, because I'm just super up close and personal. I forget that people are not as up close and personal. And if you're not, get up and personal with that pussy, girl. Like, do that shit. It is, it's okay. But like I said, I keep recording these as I need to go into work. So I'm going to go into work. Uh, keep listening to Vagistine because it's awesome. It's great. I hope to see you guys again soon and take care. Peace out. Bye. So did y'all like that? <laughs> Shout out to KT and Gabby from the Talk It Out podcast. Really appreciate y'all for sharing your insights and shout out to Brian for enthusiastically sharing her insights. I hope you enjoyed the show, y'all. Um, remember to please, please, please rate and comment on the podcast. You can comment on it at SoundCloud and you can rate it on iTunes. Remember to follow Vagistine on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Follow this conversation uh, using hashtag Vagisteam. Um, get in touch with me at Vagisteam at gmail.com. Send your questions, send your comments, send your thoughts, your yays, your nays, share your experiences. Um, and also, you can text or leave us a voice message at 443-692-7802. Looking forward to talking to you soon. See you next week.